three, two, one. Hello. I feel this overwhelming desire to explain to you where I'm where I'm recording from. Where are you recording from? I'm recording. I built a fort in my bedroom, and the fort. Can, when it's like old when school. When you say fort, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's it's old school. Um, and I did it because I'm in a very old apartment building, and everyone who's telling me, "Oh, you're creating, you're doing like audio content, you're doing a podcast," just go into your closet, and that'll mute the sound but i live in a very old building and i don't have a single closet that i can fit inside of <laughs> so i had to create a closet are we are we going to get your uh, fort photos as bonus content for this uh for this intro episode of the archive i mean if people are into it you know <laughs> i'll do it where are you broadcasting from i'm, I'm from my very messy desk so I feel like for anyone who's ever seen our office, they know this, but for anyone who hasn't seen our office, it's when you walk into our office, we all share one big room, basically, and my desk is the first thing you see, and then your desk is behind a very large bookshelf, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it allows you to be as messy as you want to be, because, you know, messy people are creative I appreciate people. that. I mean, you could just say I'm a messy person and, and leave out the compliment, but you you went full, full bore there and... and gave me both i appreciate you john i appreciate that <laughs> well thanks i i care about feelings i want i want everyone to be appreciated what did you think of the uh the theme music uh a little a little opener for this new podcast i mean i think it's brilliant <laughs> i mean that dave seaman wow Woo. Woo. so here we are we've learned we've learned that going into week four of a uh a statewide quarantine if you will or what is it called self-isolation stay in place isolate in place shelter in place week four going into week four of a shelter in place is hard that's actually i feel like that's actually also a perfect segue into the question of why are we doing this right now what what's the purpose of, of us doing this this podcast what is the added value what is the added benefit what what, why are you doing this podcast john keller (laughs) so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be totally honest i'm doing the podcast one because we've wanted to do this for a long time and i think part of it is because there is a way i love reflection like i treat this whole thing as an exercise for us to be able to swing back around to all of the amazing individuals that have been part of this project and share some memories 
and share some insights and then plot ways to do the work better in the future. And then the second reason I'm doing it is because I'm locked in my apartment by myself and I need something to do. Um, I think what I would share on that point is, uh, in addition to our own process, um, I am really interested to have the opportunity to look at what we're doing in terms of capturing these oral histories and sort of trying to see what their value is or can be. Why are we doing all this work in the first place? Yes, to, to serve the art we're creating and to support our organization partners, but also do we believe that it is important to understand our history so we can better be we can be better prepared for to understand and respond to the moment and i'm really hoping that spending some time in the archive um, at this moment helps us understand what not only for ourselves what we're going through but a better understanding of what these partner communities are experiencing as well and here we are what we've decided to do is uh create a little um uh, create a podcast, create an online version of our uh, our programming, kind of like the core aspect of our programming, which is our oral history archive. John, what is the present moment and what are we looking to say about it with these stories? I guess we find ourselves in this weird position where we are isolated. We're isolated from our families. We're isolated from work. We're isolated from the communities and and the social gatherings that we normally participate in. And I think there's something in that they work with isolated communities who were isolated before this whole thing started and now are even more so. I think we need to we need to examine and we need to be uh, honest about what causes isolation and what keeps certain communities from being able to access things, you know? Yeah. I think one of the most uh, intersectional characteristics of these oral histories is that these are vulnerable communities. And when we're looking at a crisis like this, one has to wonder how does... Uh, someone who is economically vulnerable or who has trouble accessing health care or is uh, an undocumented immigrant, how, how does this crisis impact them differently uh, from you and I, for instance? What are the kinds of hardships that you and I have? And then what are the hardships that someone who lives a, a completely paycheck to paycheck uh, are having to deal with when they're out of work and locked in at home? The people in our communities who are so important to keeping the local businesses open and running, I mean, a lot of those people won't be able to access unemployment, won't be able to access uh, a lot of the resources that are being made available through various government entities. And, and I, think it's, uh, I think it's a good time to shed a light on some of those, some of those stories. And so we're going to bring you some of the voices from our archive uh, who we want to represent and make sure get uh, highlighted uh, through this podcast as we sort of watch and wait uh, through uh, the duration of this pandemic. Uh, we're going to start next week um, with stories on economic vulnerability uh, coming out of our project called 37 Voices, which was produced with the United Way of Northern New Jersey and Free Press of New Jersey, uh, looking at how storytelling and um, art can help 
uh, illuminate the experiences of those who are who sort of fall fall in the cracks between uh, making too much money uh, to qualify for federal benefit and those that uh, make too little to actually save and develop personal wealth. Because all of a sudden I'm sitting on a porch with all my stuff outside and I'm on the phone with this guy saying to him, listen, you know, I now have a cop here because I have to take my kid to school. If the kid's not there, they come. So even though we were, he, the cops saw him, you know, I'm doing this. He's like, kid's got to be in school. Okay, wait, give me five seconds. You know, I got to leave my stuff and take I think uh, the one of the other projects I know that we want to highlight too is um, talks a lot about healthcare access and access to, you know, all of the resources within, uh, within our society that are available to a large portion uh, of our society that determine well-being. That project is True Selves, which is our oral history archive all about stories of the transgender community and uh, the allies, the families, the friends, the advocates who support that community. So we've been collecting uh, oral histories over the last couple years, and we're going to share some of those and kind of... Um, highlight some of the some of the big themes that came out of that project and then those how those themes got turned into the series of true selves plays there is a terrible terrible shortage of support groups for the transgender community for the families and uh, allies of the transgender community in the third episode uh we don't even have great language for this we want to talk about some of our community partners and uh, specific stakeholders who have really st uh, stepped up um, over the last month in terms of making sure that our local community is taken care of. Um, what, what is it? Is it local impact, community impact, local engagement? We're going to have to figure that out. Or we won't. We'll just ask ourselves a lot of questions about it. Sweet. I mean, that sounds, uh, that sounds like a pretty busy month. Uh, we're going to be talking to some really incredible advocates who've been a part of these projects uh, and this advocacy for a long time uh, and are much smarter than we are. And uh, I'm excited to bring them onto the onto the pod. Sweet. I think it's kind of uh, we should also mention that while we're doing this, we've got a lot of other stuff going on, too. Uh, yeah. In addition to the archive, uh, we have two new programs that are going to be live weekly. Uh, we have Lit Lab, uh, hosted by Jad Cato, uh, which is uh, writing workshops and uh, storytelling that happens weekly on Facebook, as well as uh, available from our website. And uh, we have The VOM, uh, hosted by Dusty Ballard. Uh, and John, I believe you co-host that with him as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, Dusty and Jad and uh, 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 in addition to them, a lot of our teaching artists are also um, creating a lot of virtual content. So uh, if my eyes are tired, uh, it's because we're doing a lot of uh, spending a lot of time editing videos and putting content together to make sure that, you know, the communities that we normally spend a lot of time with and engage with are, are able to stay connected to us and that our artists are able to have have a way to respond during this whole time. And for the VOM, uh, you're going to be doing live storytellers on Instagram and you're going to be doing storytelling workshops on our website. Yeah, so for the um, for the VOM series, looking forward to working with Dusty. We're going to have a weekly show on Instagram Live, on the Collab Arts Instagram Live. 
and we're going to be able to both um, bring folks through um, a storytelling workshop series and then allow everyone to uh, to share their stories. Come hang out with us. And you can support uh, Jad and Dusty and our other uh, collaborating artists here in New Brunswick by checking out our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash collab arts, uh, and uh, become a member and you will be uh, supporting and saying that you value this creative content and you'll get uh, special access to exclusive episodes, maybe blooper reels from this podcast. Of which there will be a lot. Of which there will be a lot, yes. And uh, I think you're going to get personal workshops uh, with Jad and Dusty also, which is incredibly cool. So, yeah, sign up. Sign up. Do you have an outro? Uh, or is it just more of the Dave Seaman music? Uh, outro. <laughs> I got to think about that. That's a lot of pressure. Um, what do you say? Oh, we need a cool sign-off. What would our sign-off be? Um, thanks for listening. I feel like, no, we can't do that. That's lame. <laughs> um, uh, we don't need one yet. Um, we could say... Um, keep, keep, keep on keeping on. Nope. Um, we could say isolate, isolate. <laughs> I, I, no. Mm. Isolate and celebrate. Isolate and celebrate. No. That's well. I don't know. Maybe we'll keep. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. We need us. We need a sign off. Um. So yeah. So if people want to follow us, I'm I'm uh, on Instagram and Twitter at John P Keller. At, at John P. Keller. That's it. At John P. Keller. And uh, I'm on all the things uh, at Dan Swern. And you can follow Collab Arts uh, at Collab Arts on all the things. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Take it easy. Dave Seaman, take it out. Bring it back, 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 bring it back. The archive.